In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Booking Institute, your weekly source for pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K.V. What's going on, man? How are you? It's got that. It's raw and order. It's funny because we really don't like WWE, but they come here the most. So Yeah. <laughs> I uh, saw that um, AEW was going to be in um, where were they going to be? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. No, that some, that uh, feels like as close as they've been. <laughs> no, it's uh, now I got to find it because it, it's it's on my wife's birthday. Uh by the way, for fans, Kansas City's the closest they've ever been to us. Um, they just announced it the other day. Uh, Detroit. So it's not super close, but like, I, I was like, oh, they're going to be in Detroit on on your birthday. So can I can I leave you on your birthday to fly up to Detroit? <laughs> to go to Detroit? To, to get it, go to this. I know some people up there. I don't feel like, like I don't feel like that's a winning gamble, bud. Yeah, and she's like, no, you're not leaving me on my birthday. And I said, okay, so uh, do you want to fly to Detroit on your birthday? <laughs> and go to... You and might she... even be able to get to JLB to yeah. meet you there. Well, I I, I then uh, got punched by my wife, and she said, we're not going to AEW on my birthday. And I was like, well, I guess No, I that. just meant Detroit. I, it's, I, was, I hear it's a beautiful big. This isn't gonna win, is it, honey? <laughs> it's not. It's not. So, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. AEW so far they've come to Kansas City. That's the closest they've come. Uh, they hit Denver fairly often, which isn't super. Which is far. equal distance for me. Yeah. For for Fabe, it would be basically the same drive. For me, it would be significantly farther to go to Denver than it is. Kansas City, but not 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 doable. It's like, a splitsy versus uh, Chicago for you, though, isn't it? Chicago's maybe an hour more than Denver for you. Um, yeah, about I think so. So I could maybe, but anyways, I just it sure would be nice if they would come here to good old Nebraska. The fastest trip for us to go to is Dallas. Both of us can fly to Dallas relatively cheap and get there. <laughs> Like it's done. Yeah, but also v- Vegas wouldn't be horrible. They do do Vegas. Vegas would be pretty and, easy for both I of us. Do, yeah. do, do. Vegas do, would do. be pr- pretty easy for both of us, but also expensive. I mean, yeah. Dallas would be expensive too because it would be hopping a flight, but it would be doable. Anyways, um, before we get into the fantasy booking, 
housekeeping. Uh, Raw and Order is part of the Tatnusco Podcast Network. So in the doobly doos, you're going to find a link to tatnusco.com after the show's over. Click that. Head on over to Tatnusco and check out the other shows on the network there. Um, housekeeping. I house- want Tatnus fluff my pillows. You want Tatnus fluff your pillows? What kind of a hotel is this? Um, and then before we get into the fantasy booking, because, you know, I, I, I need to get uh, some, some of the recent news out of my system. Since we last talked on Sunday night into Monday, um, we had WWE Raw, which was eventful. And not for any of the stuff that you saw on screen, but for backstage stuff. Ah, Sasha. Um, so, yeah, Sasha and Naomi apparently were unhappy with the booking plans for them at Raw and uh, walked into uh, Vince McMahon's office at the arena, which is, you know, just an office. I mean, it's not like he brings his whole setup. It's just a place where he has a desk and he uses his office temporarily. But they walked in and set down the the women's tag titles and left the arena. And... um. What makes this particularly newsworthy, um, because we've had people walk out recently from WWE. We had Tony Storm walk out earlier in the year and demand her release and get it. But Sasha has now walked out on the company. Well, but the, 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 the bigger thing about it is not even about Sasha directly, right? So, like I said, Tony Storm walked out and got her release. Jeff Hardy walked out and got fired because they said he was on drugs and then he wasn't. Um, but what's different here is neither of those times did they mention it on air. Neither of those times did they make it into a storyline on air. Um, which to me suggests that Vince McMahon is angry at this. Like, really angry. And he's trying to to steal a phrase control the narrative here that uh he is so angry that he wants he wants to make sure that that Sasha and Naomi are painted as the unprofessional people in this that they because he literally uh the reports have come out he literally told Corey Graves to call them unprofessional over the air right say say Sasha and Naomi unprofessionally stormed out of the arena this was supposed to be a a six pack challenge, but they unprofessionally left, right? Um, and that's new. That's something that he basically has never done. They've basically never worked the fact that someone left into storyline. They've just ignored it, and the fact that they talked about it. And everything is is kind of new, but like I say, that that means that this hits Vince harder than the other ones. Now, it doesn't surprise me. Vince probably didn't know who Tony Storm was, right? As as judging by the fact that he didn't push her to the fucking moon because he is everything to the moon. To the moon. She is everything that Vince McMahon wants in a in a female star. She's got the looks. She's got the skills. You know, she's got the mic skills. She's got everything that he would want. And and he didn't just push her all over the place. He just let her languish, and then she left. Um, and now she's over in AEW and killing it over there. And 
all that. So, uh, so obviously, uh, and I'm going to say Sasha is probably the bigger one. I, the, she's also young. Tony Storm is also young. Tony Storm is also young. Yeah. A lot of career ahead of her. Uh, I'm trying to word this in a way that doesn't sound, uh, like I'm really, uh, bagging on, uh, Naomi. Cause I'm not like, I, I'm not a Naomi fan. We all know this. Right, she's not my favorite type, favorite wrestler, favorite women's wrestler. Um, I think the only reason that Vince is, would be angry that uh, Naomi left is worry that uh, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Uso yeah. would want would leave too. Uh, and and I, it sounds like I'm being misogynistic, and it sounds like I'm I'm trying to denigrate her, and I, it truly isn't. Stand but in, by your in Vince's eyes, they are the draw, and she is not. And his worry is is probably more about how do I keep the money makers in my eyes around, and uh, I'm sure that's the biggest reason he'd be worried at all with her leaving. But with Sasha leaving, he she does see money a moneymaker leaving. Uh, especially with her recent involvement in Hollywood, in, uh, you know, the, the her parts in The Mandalorian. Um, and, well, and her influential family, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, have a play in that, too. Who has appeared in AEW. And so they know that... that Aside from people that she's wrestled with and her friends with that now wrestle at AEW, she's got a connection with AEW that way too. So, sure, sure. Um, so that that's that's kind of what it comes down to, to for me is I just think for this Vince is like I'm angry. I'm 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 gonna lash out. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint them as horrible people. Call them unprofessional. Um. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about from WWE Raw is what the fuck did they do to Alexa Bliss's music? I I, I must confess I really needed to just put down uh, Bug Killer yesterday, so I actually didn't watch Raw. That's fine. But I heard some stuff about it, so what the fuck did they do to Alexa Bliss's music? They uh, replaced tell. it with... I don't know what it is. It's not... It's not fiendy. It's not her fiend music. And when she came out last week, uh, she had she had basically her old music back. Uh, and then she comes out this week, and it was whole new music. Um, All right, I gotta hear it. Hold on. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to find a version of it. Um, one day ago. Boy, you type the words Alexa Bliss on YouTube and it has new theme. That's 10 months ago, one day ago. So...
So they still have Lily. Yeah, she she still carried Lily last week and then this week as well. Um, I, Lily's not affecting the match in any way. So I don't know why she has her. But they gave her this crappy wannabe um, fucking Avril Lavigne song. Are they, are they, by the way, <laughs> are they going with kind of a, a punk rock? Um, to be perfectly honest, aside from the music. but pop. Yeah, well, that's what I said. It, it was effectively a wannabe Avril Lavigne, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, her in-ring... Her in-ring performance wasn't any different, so I don't. I don't know. You know, it's not like they changed her character at all. She did have new ring gear, I guess. Um, but that's to be expected. Oh gosh, I didn't notice anything about her ring gear. Uh, well, I mean, new ring gear is to be expected because she spent the last year plus wrestling in the fiend gimmick gear. So of course she's going to get new ring gear, but. But other than that, it's like, I I just, I was so happy last week when she came out with to her old music. Well, and this has a little tinge of This that. starts with that. It starts with similar to that. It ends up with different notes, but it's similar. So they're obviously trying to at least pay, you know, play off of it. But it's, it's just, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, sir. I don't like it. No, sir. I don't like it. Anyways, so on that note, we're going to go ahead and move into the fantasy booking side of this because that's the real reason, uh, you know, anyone would come to listen to this or, or join us uh, on the live stream. So uh, the rules are simple. We're going to take turns challenging each other to uh, book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss them in advance uh, because we think it's more fun that way, but mostly because we're lazy and often haven't thought of anything yet. Um, I always open it up to see if uh, if the other people want to go first with their challenge or if they want me to do. What about you, JB? What do you think? Yeah, what do you think, JLB? Oh, that's right. He's not here because he's tired. Tired. He's so the, tired. The, the guy who is 33, 34 now, I think. 33 and, or 34. And, and has no children. Yep, no children. Single. Single. Um, doesn't really have a whole lot in the way of bills. Yep. He's yeah, tired. He, he had to tell us how he's tired he's on a Tuesday. Tired. He's I'm tired. It's Tuesday. I'm so pooped. Oh, I'm so pooped. I'm still recovering from the weekend. Oh, it's so much fun on the weekend, and I'm still recovering. Oh, anyway. tired. Anyway, so, so um. I, I can go first. That's fine. It's up to you. Um, my just... Mine is going to be more of an in-depth discussion of something. And so if you want to do your fun one first. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. I am going to completely 110% 
use random music for this. Random music generator on Amazon Music Unlimited. So I'm going to click. I'm going to bring up the screen. We're going to use Amazon. We're going to give them some props for it. Oh, I got to sign in. So that in case it's like a rule or something. And I just thought of this. Like just, just now. Just thought of this. Okay. 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 So this uh, random song generator. Hold on. Let me hear this real quick. Make sure this isn't a group. Oh, I am not signing up for Amazon Music Unlimited. Hold on. We're going to figure something out here. Song, random song. We're going to choose 10 songs. I'm going to randomly pick them. Okay. These 10 artists, these 10 songs are going to be the ones that play. I will share um, the screen so that people can hear an excerpt of them. Uh, we will say in advance we don't own any of the music. Uh, tab. This one, share. All right, so everybody can see that already. As I put it up here, I'm going to add it to the screen. Not there yet. We mm -hmm. There we go. I'm going to do one more random generation. We're ready. Three, two, one. Randomly chosen. We do not know these songs at all necessarily. I'm going to play an excerpt from them. And ta-da, you're going to pick the wrestler that they go with. Boy, this does not look like a fun set, but okay. Ready? First one. To be perfectly honest, I'm looking at oh. the list. What's going on? It, it, it reroutes it to the other screen. I wonder if I can just play it here. Nope, it's got to open it. Okay. So we'll do this. Share this one. Stop screen. We're going to do that real quick. I'm going to bring this and this to their own screens in hopes this makes this a little bit easier. And now we'll share, share screen, this one, share, okay, so first one is this, ready, oh, we gotta do this, we gotta add it.
and play. Just so you know, I'm not getting any audio. You can't hear it? No. It doesn't play the music, does it? Um, there's a check mark when you do share screen you have to do to... Um, ah. Oh, when you're doing full-on share screen, I don't think it can do it. You have to do a tab to share audio, I think. It's a pain. No. Oh. Share audio system. Chrome tab. I do. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to have to do less than all 10 of these then because it's going to take me a second to turn them on. Ready? Three, two, one. You need to share the screen. Yeah. There you go. Go. Now can you hear it? Yes. Full credit to you just made the little one. Turn down for what? Um, Kip Sabian. Turn down for what? Ooh, and why? I don't know. He just seems kind of like an EDM rap guy. Okay. I don't know. That's just top of my dome. That's who comes to my second of second off would probably be Private Party. But that's only, mostly because their current song is shots, 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 shots. Shot, 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 uh -huh. shot, shot. Are you ready for round two? Okay. Again, this one is an artist I'm not familiar with. I didn't know that last song, but I don't think I'll know this one. Again, Era Estrefi Bon Bon is not owned by us. We're totally getting blocked on this. Uh, That's all right. We, um, I, yeah, I went 45 seconds into that. All right. We won't get blocked on YouTube. Pretending we own it. No, this will totally get blocked. You think so? Yep. All right, whatever. As long as we don't get copyright strikes. That's another thing, but they will they won't come after it. Anyways, um it's not about ownership. It's the the thing is uh just the behind the scenes. There are web crawler bots that scan almost every stream and try to match the music with copyrights. Oh. And and yeah, you'll just get flagged. Uh, so there's yeah. a good chance on this. If we get flagged, much. we get flagged. Yeah. I'd like to say, as long as it's not a full copyright strike, I'm fine, but um, but I just expect it. So, so what do you got for that one? Um, let 
here. Where's my phone? I heard it. Vibrate in your pocket. Um, do, 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 do. No, no. Maybe, but no. Um, <laughs> God, none of, none of these names. Uh, it's got a good beat to it. I mean, it does, but the thing is, it's got kind of a Latin beat to it, and so my brain is immediately thinking Latina, Latino, mm-hmm. Max Caster. But then every every <laughs> every name I see that might fit it, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Nope, that doesn't feel right to me. So, nope. Fuego. God, I just don't. I, none of them quite feel like it. Um. You know what? Offhand, I don't know Ty Conti's theme music. And. And Bon Bon definitely works. So I, I'm going to go with Ty. That's probably That's the fair. first one. That's fair. Okay. All right. Third one. Oopsies. It's playing already. Well, the intro's playing. Hold on. I'm trying to cue it up here. Share screen, share screen, Chrome tab, share, add. The funny part is I'm sure we have fans who are just logging on and going, hey, I know that song. This particular random generator likes Latin music. I don't know if you could tag it. No, you want to see me naked, naked, naked. I want to yes. be a baby, baby, baby. Spinning in his wedges like he came from Maytag. Rockin' rockin' with ya. Diamonds and nothing when I'm shining with ya. Just keep it white and black. Wow, wow, wow. When I'm with you, all I get is wild thoughts. Ooh, little Carl said Timothy. Okay, that's what you get. All you get. Jade Cargill. Really? Some reason or that just kind of has the swag that I think she has. Fair enough. Fair enough. This one you will know, but it's being performed by not its original artist. 
it doesn't help us at all. It doesn't save our butts. And the fact that we're playing videos from the tubes of Ubes. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, let it go. Till my back can slam the door. The snow blows wide on the mountain tonight. <laughs> Part of the random generator. A kingdom of isolation. Okay. You know the song. Mm-hmm. I do want to prove that that's a random generator that I did not just throw let it go at you. Oh, gotta scroll down. Gotta scroll down. He still doesn't believe me. Right there. I don't not believe you. Okay. Just... I was pretty sure I remembered seeing it on the list when you scrolled down the first time. The next one's going to irritate me. Not so much. Anyway, you got to let it go. Yeah, I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. Unfortunately, this ends up feeling like a very women-heavy heavy list just because of the choice of songs comes out. Um, I think this might work for her character. Uh, Leva Bates. Leva Bates, let it go. As the librarian? Well, she's no longer the librarian. She's just Leva Bates. And... Um, her whole character is nerdy based right now on being the elite she's uh doing a uh rip off of blues clues um so her doing doing a disney song would be 100% in character form i have somebody for this one as you saw in the in the generator it is one tay tay mhm are you a fan of tay tay do you like tay tay I don't dislike Tay-Tay. She's got some bops. This one's not a bad one. Cause baby, now we got bad blood. You know it used to be mad love. So take uh, a look what you've done. Uh, Cause baby, now we got bad uh, blood. Hey, I can't take it back. Look where I'm at. We was OG like DOC, remember that? I love that song. Anyway, moving forward. What do you got for bad blood? I'm trying to think of someone who's currently a face. I can think of a particular feud that this works with. Liv Morgan. Really? I'd like that. Um, but it's gonna I like happen. that better than mine. It's gonna happen. Her it's gonna become her theme music after she turns on AJ and Finn and joins Judgment Day. 
because now she's got bad blood. Oh, uh, well, that, 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 that went south really fast with your, your theory there. I liked it originally. I didn't like it as much as they're turning on joining the Judgment Day. That's going to happen. I don't know if she joins, but she's going to turn on Finn and AJ. So, um... Take me. Um, oh, for Pete's sake, don't you know? I can't resize my screen to save my soul. All right, ready? I'm not afraid. Yeah. It's been a ride. If we weren't hunted down before, we will be now. Go to that place to get to this one. Now, some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you. You can try and read my lyrics off of this. You guys know the song. You don't have to listen to it here. Who you got? You got coming out to Eminem's Not Afraid. I had an idea in my head. But I don't know if it fits. Like, lyrically it fits him. I don't know if musically it fits him. So I'm trying to think to see if there's someone else that I... Mine is Jay Uso when he goes back to being primetime Jay Uso. He turns on Roman. By the way, my other one was Serena Deeb for Bad Blood. Okay. Alan Angels for Not Afraid. Is he turning on on, uh, on the Dark Order? No. He can just have his own music. But but the whole character, you know, his character already has been that he's not, uh, not afraid to go up against the big guys, not afraid to do whatever, take on All Kenny right. Omega or whatever. And so he's going to have the music not afraid. My original thought, frankly, was Sammy Guevara because he's not afraid to do fucking anything. But it, it just, like, musically doesn't fit his character. Well, it, I mean. It he's also work. already got an absolute banger of a yeah. theme song, so. All right. Next one. I am not familiar with this artist or this song. Let's see if this is just an intro. Quiere remedio pa tu dolor. Nadie te lo hace mejor que yo. No, no. Big time Latin feel to this random generator. No se te apague la cita. 
thinking throwing a lot of latin style music and not a lot of latin style superstars at least not in you said what said you're throwing a, a lot of latin style music and there's not a whole lot of latin style superstars to throw it at well and it's not my choice man it was random i know i'm not i'm not accusing no, you i'm, I'm just saying that it picking these the the random generator is screwing me, so um You know what? I I don't necessarily think it goes with her, but uh they're not really doing anything else with her, so uh Zelina. That's fair. Alright, next one. I believe you know this song. Married to the money, introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to whip and now she remixing for low. She my track queen, let her hit the bando. We be counting up, watch how far them bands go. We just had to go, hit the strip club, we be letting bands go. Every and I get high with my baby, baby. I just left the mall, I'm getting fly with my baby guy. And I get high with my baby, baby. I be Oh, I'm, I'm just I'm just looking right now at the I believe you know this one. Do you even know my taste in music? No, I just I thought you, I thought I heard you talk about Fiddy Wap before. No, no, JLB might have, but Oh, that could be could be. Um These last two will be a little bit easier. They're more popular artists. Kind of getting back to that some of that Tay Tay feeling. I won't use Tay Tay. do you put with this? I don't think I'll do this one again. Just as a duplicate challenge, I don't think this one works very well. Well, the thing is, it, I don't think it works with Random Generator. Uh, because there's way too many songs out there that we're not yeah. familiar with. Um, this would be one of those that I think works if you have it pre-prepared and put together a YouTube playlist of uh, specific songs. Um, Maybe. Maybe 
Maybe give it to Mace. Give him a new theme song. Maybe let him go back to his previous name before Mace and use it as part of a rebrand for him. Fair enough. I, I wouldn't have had a clue where to go with that. Yeah. All right. We've got some Katy Perry. CJ Perry. I was going with Mella's money, so we were on the same wavelength there. No. Well, this would be a great song for this, but it wasn't on that random list. I'll give it to you. I'm going to give you this one instead of uh, Mirrors by JT. Second, my mirror. Oh. But that's not what you're getting. There's three, a random one that accidentally showed up. Click the button. The video here is creepy, so please ignore the video. I'll even scroll down some because I haven't creeped out by this video. I'm the one, good time, call, phone's blowing up. Three, two, three, one, two, three, three, two, one, back, till I ain't no sky. One, two, three, one, two, three, drink. So this a little tougher, be, but a fun song for an intro. Th this one's going to be a little off the wall when I say it. Yuka Sakazaki. Mark Jack, I gotta agree. Mark, that's not a bad. Move. Mark Jack, that's that's a pretty good one. That's... Anyway, where were you at with uh, so Yuka Sakazaki? Yuka Sakazaki, mostly because the swing from the chandelier, uh, to me evokes feelings of high risk and and high okay. flying moves, and uh, to me that she embodies that more than almost any other woman, especially in the AEW women's division. Yeah. Like, the AEW women's division, for the most part, is more traditional wrestlers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, Hikaru Shida is not what you'd call a high flyer. Even Riho is strong... much of a Even high Even is not a super high flyer. Chris Statlander is not a high flyer. She's a, she's a powerhouse. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is a technical wrestler. Same with Serena Deeb. Ruby Soho is more Ruby's of a brawler. about grit. Yeah, brawler and grit. Um... None of them in that division are really about, like, high-flying, except for Yuka Sakazaki. She's the magical girl. 
Now, it's not the best fit in terms of feel in the end, because, again, she's the magical girl, so her her feel is based heavily on uh, Japanese culture, and, and she'll probably le- lean into that. But I don't know, just from, from an overall emotion of it, it, it just kind of, she's the one that came to me. So we made it through that YouTube live session. We did not get booted during YouTube live right there. That um, we know of. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Well, we still have. But well, YouTube live is, is known for suspending you temporarily and then coming back. Right. I was watching YouTube live of a person who was reviewing uh, uh, Hamilton, and in one session. YouTube would kick them off and then bring them back on like five times in the middle of the songs because they just randomly decide, nope, nope, we're going to have to kick you off. So, but I mostly wanted to put that out there in a taunt. Oh, fair enough. So uh-huh. before we can move on to yours, because yours is going to be in depth. Mm-hmm. Get a card. Get a cards. Head to head. Head to head. One on one. Who wins? Let's see if our fans can tell us. Mine versus yours. You mark on three, two, one. You ready? Ginger Mahal. Kofi Kingston. You win. Okay. Number two. Ready? Three, two, one. Bobby Lashley. You mentioned him a little bit ago. Mace. Mace. But you win. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, head to head. We have one, two, three. Aaliyah. Sheamus. Well, you answer this question. I mean, Sheamus obviously wins in a fight, but I'd also let, let, see him wrestle. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm married, so um, you know it's, it's obviously Sheamus. Sheamus, yeah, definitely. Last but not least, final three, one. Two, one. Well, mine doesn't exist anymore. He's incognito. No. He's gone. He still exists. It's just been replaced by his younger brother, Ezekiel. So, and mine plays second fiddle to the to Roman. <laughs> so it looks to me like winners. you got the winning cards there, bud. <laughs> So before we go, when I mentioned uh, C.J. Perry for the one uh, thing, I did want to uh, kind of sidetrack. Um, so the former Authors of Pain AOP. right, up? Yeah. have started their own wrestling promotion over in uh, England called the Wrestling Entertainment Series. And Why would they just partner up with somebody like WrestleTalk? Who just opened their own promotion? Yeah, go on. Anyways, I don't know. Who knows? They just announced it, but uh, the the they now call themselves the Legion of Pain. By the way, uh, oh, but they announced their first ever pay per view or first. I don't even know if it's technically a pay per view, but their first event that is going to feature in it in in the co headlining match. A match to crown the first ever women's world champion for the wrestling entertainment series. 
And it is going to be CJ Perry versus Lena Fanini, a.k.a. Lana versus Nia Jax for their world championship. Well, I mean, one of those is a former world champion. And neither one of them deserves it. And they are very close friends. Yeah. No. And at least one of them is an anti-vaxxer. Um, I'm not gonna go down those roads. I'm, this is, uh, this is other matches announced podcast. for the event is Titan Adam Share versus Alistair Overeem, a uh, former kickboxer MMA fighter, uh, yeah. for the WS WES World Championship thing. Legions of Pains versus Weston Blake and Steve Macklin, who uh, were together in WWE as um, two of the members of. Forgotten Sons. Um, Killer Cross versus Samurai Del Sol, formerly known as Kalisto, versus Jonah, formerly known as Bronson Reed. Um, Sounds a little bit like it's control your narrative set up, maybe a little bit. Uh, They're also supposedly going to have Deanna Perrazzo and Chelsea Green team up against Madison Ray and Tennille Dashwood. I would tune in for that. Women's Tag Team Championships, which is the only match on this that makes me go, ooh, that could be fun. I don't know. Jonah and Carolyn Cross would be kind of fun. I don't understand why Kalista's in there. Other than to add a high flyer. Somebody to take the fall, I suppose. Again, you know, I said this when he was wrestling in NXT. Bronson Reed, Jonah does nothing for me, so... I'm not interested there. Um, also appearing at the event, although no matches uh, listed yet, uh, Dean Mutati, formerly known as Mojo Raleigh, Lince Dorado, and Dirty Dango, formerly known as Fandango. But they haven't announced matches for them yet, so... And Fandango is not a bad wrestler. No. And he's a really good promo. So. Anyway, um, so we'll, we will move on to my challenge for you yeah yeah and i say it's a challenge for you but in reality i think this is going to work best as more just a discussion a continuation of a previous discussion on our last podcast we got asked uh what matches uh would you recommend for someone new to professional wrestling and we kind of talked about it for a bit at the end of that yeah the challenge i have is i i want us to put together a, let's say, eight-match pay-per-view using actual matches that happened. Um, this would be the... the time paper- Machine pay-per-view. Yeah, the Time Machine pay-per-view. And more specifically, the, the, the I will, I'll even call it the DVR pay-per-view. Here we go. Because, because these are matches that actually happened. Um, but... You know, Shoot, might be able to make a playlist of it with YouTube. We very well might, at least some of them. Um, but at the same point, we also need to, to keep in mind that since we're doing this as if it's a pay per view, there does have to be a little bit of a flow to it, that it can't just be all balls. Well, against the and that means bank. that you have to have at least two women's matches. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to see three, but at least two women's matches. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's name the matches first. 
as we discuss, and uh, then we can play some later. Mm-hmm. Um, I I humbly believe that if you did not main event this, and I think this is a main event, but it's going to be a long pay per view because of this with HBK versus Bret Hart. I, I humbly believe you you aren't getting true chain wrestling, um, and you can get an hour of it. But we also have to consider that these are first-time viewers that we're customizing mm-hmm. this to, and they may get tired with an hour-long chain wrestling match. So what are your thoughts on that? That that was I even mentioned it, I think, on the other podcast. That's, that's where that particular match is tough for me because it's, again, one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah. Um, but at the same point, it's tough to recommend it to someone who is new to wrestling because it is so in-depth and so long. And and only one and, fall in overtime. And only that one fall in overtime, yeah. And and to someone new to the the wrestling scene, that can feel a little draining and maybe even a little boring. Like, why isn't something happening? Um but it's still a worthy potential match, so it's kind of tough. Um, I, I I think there's one one match that goes up against that for you know that category of best matches of all time, and that's Dragon versus uh, Ric Flair. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. It's only about a twenty minute match. It's a good uh, championship match. Um, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that one? Um, that was another one that was kind of on my list to be. Um, but it introduces them to a different time, an era that they won't watch mm-hmm. now. I uh. Rick Flair and Ricky Steamboat did like three matches. And so it's all about kind of which one you choose. But like you say, the thing with that one is it's not super long. So it doesn't take too much out of them. If um, you type Ric Flair versus, you get Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat. Again, they did three of them. So it's about choosing exactly which one. But that, that definitely would be the Ric Flair match to choose one of those, you know? I think you have to go with the WCW title match in 1994. I don't think that's, I don't think that's their highest rated one, but I think you got to make it for a title. It is a 40 minute match though. Mm -hmm. See, I would probably go, and this is a little bit before both of our times, but I think we both at least watched it. You're thinking Clash of Champions 89. Um, I'm thinking uh, Music City Showdown 89. Um, oh, okay. It was for the NWA title. And uh, that one, I think, would probably be the better option. But it's... Well, Flair wins it back. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, that's where Ricky wins it. I think so. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the one after this is a two out of three falls match. So, I'm thinking one that definitely gets should get on the list. 
TLC two. Yeah, yeah. From WrestleMania mean, X seven. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's. I th- I think you can just commit to that. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll go with the NWA flair and Steamboat, and I'll go with TLC two um, as a hands down. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, Hogan Andre, just to get the fan pop in there. I did. I kind of debated on that one. Um, and part part of why I was leaning towards not is the match as a whole isn't like super stellar. Right? No, it's not. Um, but it does show fan involvement. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it, it really the big the big reason it is is the slam. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean. arguments for me but um click this one i actually don't want this one Okay, so to get Brett in one, I'm going to say the pass-out match was Stone Cold. That wouldn't be a horrible one. Tells some great storytelling. Um, It sets up the good guy, the bad guy, you know, so on and so forth. Shows a turn. Mm -hmm. Actually, technically a double turn. Yeah. Because going into that, Brett was the hero and... Stone Cold Gold was the bad guy, the villain. Um, what was one? Oh, one that I I think this this will um go on to things, but I think in terms of because we need to get a tag team match. Yeah, and um. You want to do another one? Yeah, I, I, a more a more traditional tag team, not a okay. not a TLC match, and uh, Young Bucks versus Adam Page and Kenny Omega might be the top rated tag team match of all times, mm. at least according to. I would I would put uh, I would put uh, Penta I would put uh, Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, but that it, was that was all spot fest. That was pure. It, it was a big spot fest. Here's the deal: is is um, either of they, those are great though. They're both great matches. You know, um, uh, Uncle 
Uncle Dave gave the Adam Page and Kenny Omega one a quarter star more. Um, so if you put any weight in that, I I don't know. To me, it just told a it told a better story uh, overall than the spot fest that is uh, was the uh, Lucha Bros one. I don't know. Did, do our fans have a, a say in this, Lucha Bros or or uh, Kenny and Hangman? I, I I do think Kenny and Hangman told told more story, but you're also just grabbing people for now. I don't know. No, which is why I think it tells a better story because it introduces them right at the beginning as friends who have to fight each other. And I, th- I think it tells a better story in the ring okay. over the course of it myself. But. I'll give that one. But on, on the women's front, I got to give you a badge here. Okay. Um, because I think we have to have uh, just an absolute lights out women's title match. Um, and there was a female wrestler who went out on her back as um, she was the champion and she lost to the person who inducted her into the Hall of Fame. And so I'm going to go Trish Stratus's retirement match against Lita. It's not the best match. If I was choosing the best women's match of all time, I'd choose Britt Baker Thunder Rosa Lights Out match. But I think there's more story in Lita Trish. Possibly. I also think that you could easily do the, the title unification. Becky, Charlotte, Ronda would be a good match. Um, anything with Sasha Banks, good match. Yeah, I'd, I'd steer away from Ooh. anything with Ronda in it, though. But... I, I would go, I, I scratch that, I would go Shonda, uh, Sasha Bailey. Their title match when, when uh, Bailey turned heel. Um, I... Uh, give me one second. Um, I would instead do, um, uh, Sasha versus Bailey from which one was it? Yeah, NXT see. Takeover Brooklyn, I think it was. Yes. 30-minute WWE Iron Woman match. That's only 30 minutes, so that's not so bad. Yeah. Um, full match is available on YouTube, by the way. I think that one of the Bailey versus Sasha matches is um, the better match, I think. Um, yeah. I think Bailey Sasha is going to be your most fired matches. I, I think mm-hmm. uh, I've been soured on Charlotte, man. It's unfortunate because she really is probably the goat, but I've been so soured on her. I yeah, she's 
she's definitely tarnished her her I don't want to say legacy because that's not really what it is, but tarnished her um her feel right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Sportster has Sasha versus Bailey from Takeover Brooklyn as their sixth best women's match of all time. What's their first? Um, give me one second here. Um, uh, Britt versus Thunder Rosa. I, I man, I love that match. I just think I the the one first thing... time fan you don't want a lights out match to be that. Yeah, well, and that's a. I mean, ultimately, what it comes down to is this is why I, I shy away from it, too, um, is for first time introduction to wrestling, some blood is is allowable, but you just can't lean too heavy into it because it, it really can turn yeah. people off. Yeah, you don't do Cody Dustin for the first mm-hmm. time when somebody watches a match. Like, oh, his face paint is blue? That um, doesn't look blue. That Honorable mention for women's matches, uh, Sasha versus Bianca headlining WrestleMania for the first time. Great, great match. That, that's a great match, but it also tells a really big story. Yeah. Um, so that one might be worth it. Um, I'm still in on Sasha Bailey. I think you just yeah, Sasha Bailey's my. Um, I think mine. You can maybe pull Hell in a Cell, the the Sasha versus Charlotte Hell in a Cell, maybe. Yeah, that's uh, number three on there, on this list. But uh, kind of like you said, uh, I'm Charlotte right now. I just I'm Charlotted out, and I don't think she. I don't think she resonates with new fans as much. Realistically, we have to sit through this DVR. Mm-hmm. With that person and, and explain yes. some things, and I don't want to do it with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That's really where I'm at. And if we're just taking like women's promos, Becky Lynch has got to be in it, but she doesn't have the best matches of all time. And Sasha has several of them, so it's yeah. very easy to put Sasha in this category. I mean, like like you said, WrestleMania 35 with Ronda Rousey in the mix there is probably. But it's, it's the story that was told that really story, makes the difference. I, I, just, I have a hard time putting Ronda Rousey in a recommendation for a new wrestling fan one way or another. Yeah. So. The, the 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 thing she does bring to the table is name recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, but her best match just happened at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania Backlash, sorry. That was, that was literally the best match I've ever seen her put on. By her. Not by the people that she was in the ring with, because Becky and Charlotte carried her through that one. I don't know. I'm going to go with Sasha Bailey as my vote. And if we're doing a women's tag, I'm doing the four-way women's tag where the uh, Iconics won the four women's tag, just because it got to show something else, something different. There was a dozen Beth Phoenix matches rolling through my head, but 
So, um, here's another suggestion for another women's match. Okay. This one might be a little bit out of left field a bit, but Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler from WWE Evolution. It was an NXT Women's Championship match. It's got both... Kyrie defending, right? She already... uh, Yes, I believe. Um... It's Kyrie in her best gimmick. It's Shayna in her best gimmick. It's not like like Shayna's gimmick has changed, but when she was NXT, she tore through. Yeah, that was... She's fire. Um, she was fire and she was scary. Um, I think I think that's my other choice for a women's match. Kyrie and Shayna, I, I'd be okay with that. So I think with those two, and then what do you do for a tag? Do you, do you agree on the Iconics winning? Because it tells a completely different non-wrestling story. It's just these two annoying broads. <laughs> I I don't know because uh, I I say that because they're literally annoying. Like I, yeah, I they're, my, they're not my bad worry. people. They're they're like my favorite tag team yeah. of all time. My my worry is they're so over the top annoying that to a new wrestling fan, <laughs> they would just be like, "Why the fuck do you watch this?" You know. Okay, so so do you use like Natty and and uh, Beth in their prime? Mm. Do you you're like don't ever fucking say Natty in a Beth no. match? To to be perfectly honest, unfortunately, with women's matches, as of right now, the women's tag titles just don't have a match that I feel comfortable with saying a new fan needs to watch. Fair. Fair. So if you did another women's singles match. Yep. And so third I mean, women's we, could do, we could do a third women's match. That's, um, that's probably where I bring in the Rousey, Rousey Flair and... and... I'm just not Becky sure. I, uh, we'll come back to third. I know you don't want Rousey, but there's something to be said for her draw. Um, and you get the best promo person in the game, and you get the woman who's held the most titles. That's not a lose. No, it's not. I, I, I'm, I'd say like we put a pin in the third women's match because, frankly, with eight matches, I don't know if we have room for three women's matches. Okay. Uh, if we're talking about introducing someone okay. into wrestling in eight matches, right? Okay. No, that's fair. that's fair. Um so so far we have TLC2, uh Flair, Redstone Cold, the Steamboat. Nine. We had um, Kyrie. So, obviously, we have to assume that this person's familiar with pop culture, then, right? 
with the pop culture aspects of wrestling. Hogan, The Rock, John Cena. So just to make sure I have, because I'm writing these down here real quick. TLC 2, Flair versus Steamboat, Brett versus Stone Cold, Kyrie versus Shayna, Sasha versus Bailey. Do we have anything else? Uh, did you do, you said you had TLC 2? TLC 2 was the first thing I wrote down. Okay. And I Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I had I had all the ones that we'd agreed upon so far. Um, um Hangman and uh oh. Young Bucks. Young Bucks and Hangman and Kenny. So, I mean, that puts us at six right there. That's We only have two more to go. I think okay, that's why. That's fair. I, that's fair. Um, so, is this about bringing the pop culture people in? Is this about, about putting on the best so- showcase? I think this is, I think this is about... This is about winning the casual fan, which can involve any of those things. But the biggest thing is it, it's about entertainment, Right. It's about show, showing off wrestling and, and showing them how wrestling can be entertaining. Okay. And, and that's I, why I, I think it's important that we have at least one, I don't want to say necessarily comedy match, but one match that's more about fun than it is necessarily about. So I'm going to give you my suggestion here. Okay. It's going to have a huge pop culture draw. And it's Roxino number one, not number two, number one. And it's going to have all the promo stuff up to the beginning of it. I and get it's, it. It's not because it's a great match. It certainly is not. And and that's what holds me back on it. Because in the end, it's not even close to either of their best mm-hmm. matches. Yeah. It, it's not even the best match between the two of them. Mm-hmm. The second one was a better match. Yep. It, it, in the end, um, I don't know if that wins over a non-fan. Um, Do you think it gets them to tune, though? Does it I, get them to go, I'll watch these two guys? I, I don't, necessarily. Okay. Mostly because I think that whole feud always was built off of the history of these people. The so Rock the as the one... icon the the Cena as the current star, you know what I mean? And if you're not a if the you weren't already culture. watching, if you weren't already watching, this didn't come off the, the the history doesn't come across. It's just pop culture. And I don't think that wins over fans. I don't think especially because in the end it's in the end they still have to watch the match. And then they watch yes. that match and they go I why why were these people popular? So I'm gonna give you a dude that you don't like, but it is the best pop culture match of all time. Two generations against each other, Rock Hogan. That one again is a, is another one that and that is a good that's that's a good match. Yeah, it's I, not a great match. It's three three and a half three point seven five stars. Yeah. Um. Again, that's that's another stories. one of those. It tells stories, but it, again, it relies on the history, right? It relies on you. I'm not talking about knowing who Hulk Hogan is or knowing who The Rock is. 
it relies on you knowing what they meant to professional wrestling. And if well, you don't already know that, for that reason, I was going to say the outsiders, the outsiders versus uh, Sting, Macho Man, and Lex Luger, mm-hmm. because I thought you want to talk about a moment that changed the entire industry. It did change the entire industry, and and can tell a story. Mm-hmm. And it did. It did all of those things. Context around it, and it was not a bad match. But I think the better the better NWO surprise match that was pop culture related is the rock and, 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 and and again, I think, I don't know. I I mean, maybe we disagree on whether pop culture needs to be represented in this at all, because the, the thing is people already know who the rock is. Um, they already know who Hulk Hogan is. If the rock and Hulk Hogan brought people into wrestling now, they'd be in watching wrestling now. Right. Um, I don't think at the time Rock and Hogan I don't think it brought any new fans to professional wrestling. That was Those about Those are the two appeasing. biggest names that bring brought fans into it. So in Rock their, is not as in as, their heyday they brought in fans, but those matches were about oh. appeasing the current fans, the longtime fans. Um it's really the same thing with the NW the original NWO turn. Right, the Hulk Hogan turn that still was all about the history. If you don't know the history of Hulk Hogan up to the point, him coming out and turning on Macho Man and Sting and Luger doesn't have the impact. By doing that, you make a case for Hogan Andre, though, and that's not a great match, it's a great moment. It is a great moment, but again, it's another one of those things where. I, I don't think it makes a case for them because in the end, it's it's one moment, but it didn't. It was still about appeasing the current fans, not about bringing. And I I I might be harping on this a little bit too much. I get it, right? I, think I understand. It brought fans in, man. Um, but I I don't I don't necessarily. It didn't. You know, from my standpoint, Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant didn't bring me in. Um. What what brought you were me eleven, in, man? That was the target audience. That's true. You know, um, I was watching the fucking Saturday morning cartoon, right? But in the end, that storyline that storyline is about the people who are already invested and already have seen this giant heel and this ultimate baby face, and can he slam him? It's the same reason I haven't made the argument for Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega. The storyline in that, I think those three matches are some of the best matches we've ever had in professional wrestling. And they told some of the best storyline in it. But they were so dependent on you understanding that no one had ever kicked out of the one-winged angel. And that no one, that that, uh, Kazuchika Okada had gone unbeaten for so long. And this whole history of it, that if you didn't know that in advance, it's kind of like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who to root for, sort of a thing. Um, it's it's why I made the argument on, on Sunday night for Gargano versus uh, Andrade over it. Because I told you how I tuned in to NXT not knowing who either of these people were. And within 30 seconds, I knew who the face was and who the heel was. And I knew who I was rooting for. And I was 100% on, on Gargano's side. 
and I was rooting for him throughout the entire thing. And that's the sort of thing that I think brings in a fan. And so well, if we're, if we're I also think it, we need to have more modern ones if we're gonna do that with these remaining two. I, I do. I, I also this is what where I was making a point um before. I think it's important for us to have a match here that shows off the more silly side of professional wrestling. The we don't take ourselves too serious side of professional wrestling. Um, and this this is going to be one that we will debate on, and and uh, maybe maybe we don't even come to a consensus on 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 this one. Uh, but like, this is one of those times where if we needed to, if we wanted to get Cena in on this list, the Firefly Funhouse match uh, would show pop off. culture. And it does have pop culture. Side. But it shows the silly side. It shows the absurd side of professional wrestling fairly well. The other one that comes to my mind that it's it's not what you would call a five star banger of a match, but it really does help show the silly side of professional wrestling in a way that I think can win over new fans. And that's Orange Cassidy versus Colt Cabana outside of a brewery, um, where. Orange Cassidy tries to wrestle the entire match holding a beer. Uh, it's absurd. It is, I get it. And it's not for everyone, I understand. That's why it may not make this list. Um, but I do think it does. A, it goes a long way to help show off that wrestling can be fun, not necessarily serious all the time. Um, if I was going to throw one in that's, that's a tag team on that same note, though, I have the New Day versus the Bar, um, in one of their many exceptional feuds. I can tell you which one, which one I would choose for the emotional involvement, and it, it would be it would be as as the non absurd non. I do like your idea of the cinematic match. Show people what 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 got us through COVID. Um. What, what gave us really an entertaining change to a match. Um, I think both of us have agreed that that's the best cinematic match of all time. Um, not that there's been a lot of them, but still something to be said for it. Um, I would probably give you that one. I would, I would probably concede that one. Um, and if I was going to choose one that emotionally, Emotionally tugs at your heartstrings, makes you really want to be a fan of current day wrestling, and it works for all promotions. And it's it's hands down, it's Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. You want to get behind Kofi, you want it, and and it does everything. It does everything Gargano and Andrade did for you in thirty seconds as a wrestling fan already, but it does it for everybody. Especially with the lead up to it. I don't know. I wasn't won over by that one as much, but um You're already a wrestling fan. No, I yeah, I was, but I wasn't a Kofi Kingston fan and I wasn't a Daniel Bryan fan. And it's still not a Daniel Bryan fan. It didn't really win me to be a fan of either of them. Um So what do you have that that tugs at the heartstrings? That's more, more current. 
Is that Brit Thunder Rosa? Do you put that much blood in that first match? Do you show women? I mean, to me, if we're doing uh, tugs at the heartstrings and... I mean, you already did it a little bit with Stone Cold and Brett, but... Well, that's why I said if 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 you're talking to me, tugs at the heartstring and relatively current, it's it's Gargano versus Andrade too. Um, that's the one over the last five years, six years, seven years that won me over more than anything. Um, I mean, for that matter, you could do Fuego versus Rusev or uh, Miro, but you're going to cry. <laughs> no, I, you know, I don't think that wins over. No. Um, Why does that dude, big dude just beat the shit out of that little guy? An older one that does it is, is Undertaker versus uh, Jeff Hardy in the ladder match. Mm-hmm. When Jeff says, um, you didn't break me. Okay. Here, here's one. God. Uh, I don't know if this makes it in. Uh, we're we're on the last match, and this is going to be the tougher, toughest one for us to do. Do we do something like a Gargano Andrade, or or you know uh, the Kofi versus uh, Daniel uh, Bryan, Daniel Bryan, or something like that? Or do we hit the fact that there's a match that I think almost everyone would probably have on their list of matches that any new fan should watch that we haven't named yet, and it includes two wrestlers that are not yet on our list, although we have mentioned at least one of them multiple times. Um, and that's Mankind Undertaker Hell in a Cell. Oh fuck, dude! I mean, you may as well just do the the Brit Thunder Rosa. I mean, the thing is, I'm going to point this out. As violent as this match was, there was basically no blood, and I think blood is going to be oh. the thing that turns someone off faster than anything else. But this this match here, I you know, and I I get if if we don't put it on, I understand. But at the same point, I feel like we need to at least discuss it on the list because, uh, because it it's if you if I look up <clears throat> WWE top top ten moments in WWE history, it this match appears on it twice, right? Yeah, I mean, um, it goes off the cell and then it goes through the cell. Yep. Fuck me, man. And and you know. We already have TLC two on this match, which is as crazy, maybe even more, but it also doesn't have like this. Um, I don't know if I can subject somebody to to the moment he goes through the ring and and just lays there relatively lifeless, or not through the ring, through the the cell. I mean, I, I get it. Um, at the same point, that's like that's like saying Rock's eleven chair shots should be part of this. No, no, I th- I I do not think they're equivalent. No. Uh, uh, because one is a a um, uh, 
a single spot uh, versus a, a continuous torture, number one. Number two, it tells a better storyline. A guy who just won't give up, won't give up, won't give up. Um, but on top of it, I mean, like, again, there's a reason that it's, it's on. so much show touches, tugs at my heartstrings. I don't want it on the list because it just, I get it. That's why I say it, it deserves uh, discussion. And if it doesn't make it on the list, I, I do understand. I don't even know if I want it on the list, but it, it is one of those where I just say, you know, if we're not at least discussing this as, as something for this list, then um, then what are we even doing? You know what I mean? Like, if we're trying to show someone the the breadth of professional wrestling, the ups and the downs, the 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 moments that are heart stopping, because drama is what brings people to professional wrestling. Yeah. <clears throat> and this this had so much drama in this one Hell in a Cell match that they've spent almost 20 years trying to recapture it again. You know? Every single Hell in a Cell match since then has been held up to it. And we've had some phenomenal Hell in a Cell matches. The Usos versus uh, the New Day Hell in a Cell match was so inventive and 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 fresh um yet if you asked anyone to name their top three hell in a cell matches every single one would put mankind versus undertaker at number one because of the drama because of the story that it tells because in the end uh, you know i talk about turning on a match and and watching it and and knowing who the good guy is and who the bad guy is without having to know any of the history and instantly getting on someone's side. Yeah, but this one, you actually didn't know who the good guy or the bad guy was. Not, I, I knew pretty quickly in there when someone gets thrown off the top of a, a, a giant steel cage, I know who the bad guy is. It's the guy who threw him. I know who the good guy is. It's the guy who fell. And at the end of the match, just like with uh, um, Stone Cold versus Brett, I knew who the good guy was at the end of the match. It's the plucky guy who doesn't give up. I knew who the bad guy is. It's the guy who was trying to kill him. I want to see if there's another one we can do. I just... I, no, I, I, think... I, I Like I said, it's worth the discussion. I have I have another match that's that's that I feel could be worthy of being on this list. And this might be the most controversial one that I'm going to throw out here out of all of these matches. Um, it's really relatively new, like within the past six months new. Um, I think it tells a good story with uh, uh, the cocky wrestler wrestling against the young up-and-comer the cocky veteran i should say against the young up-and-comer it is a championship match it features some of the most heart-stopping moments i've seen in recent professional wrestling um it also was one of the uh wrestlers last match in that particular promotion and that's 
Cody versus Sammy ladder match for the TNT title. It featured four absolutely heart-stopping spots in it. A leapfrog cutter from one ladder to the other ladder. Uh, a 630 splash onto a ladder. Um, a a uh, crossroads off of a ladder. It told a great story. And in the end, you had a champion crowned a champion that you could get behind at the time because he wasn't going around bragging about how he's banging Ty Conti. Um, yep, still jealous. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will flat out say I think 90% of the heat that they're getting is based off jealousy. Oh, on both sides. On both, mm-hmm. Male, female, mm-hmm. intergendered. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Um. But again, I understand that this one might not be on anyone's list, right? I get it. But from a storytelling and a modern match, and then a heart-stopping moments, this this ticks all of the 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 blocks for me. Well, I mean, under under the tugs your heartstrings, if you're gonna go older, like. Like we had talked about, it's tough. It's tough to not enjoy Chris Benoit and and uh, Eddie Guerrero embracing after Eddie beats Brock. That's a good match. That's a really good match. Um, it's tough not to enjoy. Uh, uh, HBK's first title win with him crying in the middle of the ring. Um, Hell, tugging at the emotions, it's tough not to enjoy CM Punk walking out with the title. Those are all old. Um, if you go current, you know, I think Hangman Page versus versus Kenny Omega is equally as, as tug, heart string tugging, and you don't have to get the high flyer that we already got in the, in the ladder match. Understand. Um, in the TLC match. Um, by that same token, it's tough not to fucking hate Roman as he's destroying his cousin. And good match. Probably one of Roman's best in this run, really. Um, but I wouldn't put it in there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not going to be the reason. It's not going to be the reason that this I, I think that one still requires too close. much backstory. Yeah, so do I. But I think Hangman. But unfortunately, if you're doing that, then you have you already have Hangman and Adam Page on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, There's the DVR pay per view. It, it... Yeah, but I, you want to you want to break up the card so that you're not just going whoa, whoa watch these two guys all the time because pretty easy to do. Um, Jericho that. Moxley. I mean, every every single title change, every single title mm-hmm. change. I, I, you know, and like I said, I agree. However, at the same point, we're, we're also talking about telling a story and we're also talking about uh, showing off potentially the greatest wrestlers in the world, right? And we have Brett and Stone Cold who are, the, who are in their time considered the greatest. We have Flair and Steamboat who in their time were considered the greatest. We have TLC2, which had three tag teams that in their time 
were considered the greatest, right? Um, we have we have another greatest tag team of all time. You know, the Young Bucks versus mm-hmm. Hangman yep. and Kenny Omega. We have, and, and so I I find it. I think it would be at least fitting for a Kenny Omega match to be on here, a solo match that shows off his solo capabilities. And I, like I said, I get what you're saying with him having already been on it. But like, I mean, he's potentially the greatest wrestler in the world. It's worth having Jericho on here because he is Mm -hmm. widely considered the GOAT of all time. Um, I I get it. However, Jericho's Jericho's goatness has has always been reinventing and 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 promo and promo. That's what I was gonna say. This isn't trying to take anything away from his in-ring skill. He's he's one of the better wrestlers of armbar. But but his his thing was all in the uh, in the non non match related stuff. Like the the festival of friendship, what was a, a moment? If if we were doing a pay per view um, that included not just matches but moments, the festival of friendship moment could definitely be on there, or the 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 thousand and four holds moment could be on there. You know, or the the uh, uh, first appearance of Y two J could have been on there. You know, there are dozens of them, but for in ring performances, they beat Hunter. You know, it, it's a him. yeah, it's a lot more limited for for him, and so um, trying to think if there's another one that we could do instead of Page versus Omega. I don't know, man. Jericho Mox would be a pretty solid one. Um, I was trying to think if there's one. Let me see. Um, or or a different different tag team. In in which case, you can again turn around, put the put the Lucha Bros in that, and roll Page Omega to the, to the main event. Is Omega good enough? Is Omega enough better than Stone Cold, John Cena, all these amazing people from the past to be on there twice when they aren't? Um. Okay, I have a suggestion. Okay, and it's I think it's going to be one that you might not be super familiar with, but I think this is this is the way to get around the. Kenny Omega um, thing and still keep it modern. And that's Osprey versus Zack Sabre Jr. Non flipsy do Osprey? It's from a few months ago. Why not do Osprey versus Moxley? That was fantastic. Uh, because I think showing off Zack Sabre Jr. Is is worth it uh, for this because the the thing with this is uh, this was such a class of clash of styles. Uh, current Will Osprey, who still does a lot of flip you do, versus Zack Saber Jr., who is up there with with submission mes- wrestlers in the world, right? 
Um, the uh, about the only match with Zack Saber Jr. that I would almost be more most interested in seeing right now would be Jonathan Gresham versus Zack Saber Jr. Two of the best technical submission mat based wrestlers in the world against each other would be. But this is a five star rated match by Wrestling Observer News. It was from the New Japan Cup this year. So just back in March. It is rated by Cage Match uh, users a 9.27 out of 10. It is one of the highest rated matches on Cage Match. Um, I mean, ticks a lot of those those boxes for modern, current, uh, potential future superstars on in in uh, American eyes. I mean, here's the all it takes. All it's going to take is for Will Ospreay to be seen on one of the major American promotions, and everyone's going to fucking love him. I mean, at the end of the day, end of the day, right now, he's the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, arguably, yeah. Yeah, he he is arguably is as arguably the best wrestler in the world as Kenny Omega was in 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. Can we can we put a match that we don't have that we don't don't have a major promotion, major U.S. promotion on? Um, I want I want it to be Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. AEW championship, you know, like mm-hmm. if if I was booking it, I would book it right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, like what Will Ospreay can wrestle with us? Okay, perfect. That's Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay World Championship. Wait, wait, no, you can't, you can't do that. That's he has to come in and earn it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Well, to be perfectly honest, if Kenny Omega is healthy by Forbidden Door, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the match they make. Sounds like they're setting up for a rematch for Moxley, but that's again setting up for it is a is a safety net. Yeah. Now that's what I say. It it all comes down to if Kenny Omega is healthy enough. Um to wrestle at. He's got a, about a month. Oh, man. I'll give it to you because of the different styles. It is a it is a throwback to Jericho versus Malenko, which were amongst the best matches of all time. Uh, amongst the best matches of the 90s, sorry, in the cruiserweight division. Um, they were great matches versus all time, too. So I'll give you I'll give you Osprey versus Zack Saber Jr. And we're opening with that shit. We're not closing with it. Mostly because it's not, you know, a championship match. Like 
a major U.S. championship match. So, this is a loaded card. There has to be a down match. There has to be a couple down matches. Well, I mean, here, here's what it comes down to. Um, I still think with this match, with this card set up the way it is, that we can still have a, a good flow to it. And part of it comes down to uh, the flow of matches, right? Osprey versus Sabre Jr. Um, I'm I'm going to actually make an argument for it not to be the first match on the card, but the second match. Okay, what do you have as the first? Um, my argument would be the first match on the card would be one of the uh, higher impact, higher action uh, matches. So either uh, TLC2 um, or um, Page and Omega versus the Young Bucks. I'll give you Page and Omega versus the Young Bucks. Uh, TLC2 needs to happen right before the cinematic match. So that needs to actually be the four spot. Because the cinematic should be at the five spot to, to calm life a little bit. So in the three spot, we do a women's match. Which, um, I'll just say it. I, I think this is, I think that's Bianca. And, or that's not Bianca. That's, uh, that's uh, Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane. Great match. Fire. You can go up from there. Um, and I don't think it gets murdered by... Does it, does, I don't think Sabre and Osprey destroy it. Okay. Give me one second here. So which one are you saying going after that? So right now the order I have... For the first five, um, Omega Hangman versus Young Bucks. Okay. Zack Saber Jr. versus Osprey. Um, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. TLC two and cinematic match. That's where I'm at. Meaning that we're saving Brett, Stone Cold. Um, what are the other two that we have? Uh, Flair Steamboat. Flair Steamboat. And what's the third one? Uh, Sasha Bailey. It, I, I think that... Brett Stone Cold because it was for the Intercontinental title. Sasha Bailey for the women's title. And then Flair Steamboat. I I think that builds itself right there. Flair Steamboat is, is everything wrestling is supposed to be. So Sasha Bailey. Two best friends fighting it out. Love it. Heel turn. Love it. Um, I think you have to break this up with that cinematic match in the middle, though. Oh, at the five spot, I think you have to. 
I I would argue that uh, the cinematic match needs to happen after. Um, I think I think the cinematic match should be the third to last match. Uh, right now we have it. You think you have you, you think you have Brett Stone Cold at the five spot and the cinematic after that. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it comes down to this: the Firefly Funhouse match is is the match that you get uh, you go and you have some fun and you laugh a little bit. And after watching Bret Hart beat the shit out of Stone Cold <laughs> and pass out, I think you need that. Okay, that's, that's my thought. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and and I think that that can hold up. Behind the TLC match, still, because here's the deal: you put you put Shayna and Kyrie on later than the TLC match, or right after that TLC match. Brett and Stone Cold is strong enough to hold up after that TLC match. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think part of it is because it does start off a little slower. And the thing um, that you get with Kyrie and Shanna is you get, hey, look, the women can do what those two dudes just did. Because mm-hmm. Shanna's ground and pound, pure fucking badassery. And, of course, Kyrie is a high flyer with grit and, and stick it out. And I think I think you may have, oh, here we go. Oh, you just wrote it. Nope, that was just me. That was me putting it out there. I'm okay with that. Now, the thing is, I know I know there are going to be matches that someone out there listening is yelling at their, their screen right now saying, why didn't you put Danielson versus McGinnis from Ring of Honor? Or why didn't you put Dragunov no. versus Walter? Um, Which was a fantastic match. Yeah, how could you leave Kota Ibushi off this list? You know how? You, again, so much who of this was trying. Who the fuck uh, says Kenny Omega can't be on there twice? Yeah, the, so much of this was about if we had to create a playlist, which I'm going to see if I can put together as much of this on YouTube in a playlist um, as I can. I have a feeling that, especially like Osprey versus Saber, since it was only three months ago, it's probably not available on on YouTube. But you can probably get segments of it. Um, but segments of it probably. Um, TLC two might or might not be on YouTube. I mean, that's one of those ones that that WWE might be holding on because like you know, sign up for Peacock if you want to watch that. Um, Firefly Funhouse is probably not on YouTube in its whole. But anyways, but the the whole point of this was if we had to put together an eight match playlist to try to draw someone into wrestling who's never watched it before right what are the matches that we would showcase to them that we think would have the best shot of drawing them in and showing them what wrestling can deliver page and omega versus the young buck is young bucks is one of the best tag team matches of all times right it, you could substitute Lucha Brothers if you wanted to. Yeah. There's an argument made there. Brett versus Stone Cold is one of the best storytelling matches of all time. Uh, Flair same versus with Steamboat. Flair versus Steamboat. Everything that is wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so, I mean, it's like... Uh, I just realized I misspelled Kyrie. I'm 
Anyways. Um, the other just, piece that I really like about the placement of the women's matches is it really shows that, hey, the women's matches are just as good as the men's. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they follow up matches that are very, very similar. Yeah. Um, and, or, and, or they're around matches that are very... Everything that is that is wrestling was in that Sasha versus Bailey match. And and frankly, if we if we had to put a ninth match on here, it would be hard not to make an argument for uh, Britt versus, versus Thunder Rosa. If, um, if we were making a uh, uh, My Bloody Valentine style pay-per-view, mm-hmm. you've got... You easily have that that uh, Brit Thunder Rosa. You have Cody versus Dustin. Um, you have easily that Hell in a Cell match. Easily that Hell in a Cell match. Even though there's not much blood, you just know that somebody was hurt there. You know, those types of things. So you could have Triple H bleeding his face off. Yeah. Matches he's bled like a stuck pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's a lot of those there. But like I said, if we had nine matches on this, we could put Thunder Rosa versus Brent on there, and it'd be you know that could even arguably be the main event. You know what I mean? Uh, or we could put it as a lights out match afterwards, right? We've had your main event, Flair versus Steamboat. Now it's time for a lights out match. You can choose to stay and watch this bloodbath, or you can go. You know. Um, but God, I just got two really great ideas for for pay per views, and I wish I had a pen and paper down here. But uh, anyways, on that note, normally we would play our game of pick or pass, but we are at the almost two hour mark already, and uh, much like JLB, both of us are exhausted, um, and have work tomorrow. Um, and and family things to do. So I think we're going to skip our weekly game this week. If that's all right with DFA. Oh my gosh. How could you let me sleep more? Yeah. So on that note, I think we're just going to go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Um, let us know in the comments uh, below or contact us through any of the many ways to contact us. Like on social media at Raw and Order WBU gets you to me pretty much any place except for Facebook where it's at Pissant Podcast. Um, but hit us up there and tell tell us what matches you would put on this. Remember, the goal is to showcase professional wrestling in a way that will draw in new viewers, right? And so there are a ton of matches out there that would be a ton of fun uh, to put on a list uh, that I don't think you know will draw in. Necessarily, especially new American viewers. Our three favorite wrestlers. My favorite, your favorite, and one that both of us consider our second, probably our second favorite, are not in these at all. Mm -hmm. You do not have Sting. You don't have The Rock. I don't have The Rock, and I don't have HBK. Mm -hmm. They're not on there. Yeah, and and HBK made it close. Right, that Iron Man match is is one that definitely you could make it's an argument for, but it's but again, that's exactly what it comes down to to a to a new a new watcher. Sixty minutes with no falls can be yeah. I a mean, little, little if you're gonna do an Iron Man match, you do you do Brock versus uh, mm-hmm. versus Kurt, 
because it's nine falls in 30 minutes. It but is like, hard like, hitting. You know, a, a, hit us up in the comments or, or contact us with what you think. But like Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kazuchika Kata, uh, they had matches in 2013 and 2016 and, and, and all over the place that are fucking phenomenal matches. But I don't think they're going to win a new fan necessarily no. because nope. from a storytelling standpoint from a, from a thing that they're, they're they're especially not a new american fan right let's say it that way uh you know and so so keep that in mind when putting this together do ya but um but also keep in mind that uh putting an ultimate warrior match on there is probably not going to win no a, a, that wasn't current. Ultimate Warrior. That was that was Cena doing the curls mm-hmm. nonstop. Yeah. I can't stop. I can't stop. Yeah, you know, and that and that probably might might be the most controversial thing that ended up on this list. Is to be perfectly honest, the Firefly Funhouse. But I do think there's there's a. It's important to show people that wrestling can also be absurd, right? That wrestling can also be just just stupid fun. Um, and the Firefly Funhouse is, or that's why Orange Cassidy exists. That's why Danhausen exists. That's why, um, I mean, hell, yeah. Heck, uh, it's 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 part of why New Day got to where they are. It's by being fun. Bump, bump, bump. Bump, bump, But let us know what matches that you would put on it. Um, hit us up in the comments. Support us by heading over to Patreon and subscribing it there. Patreon.com slash RawNorderWBU. Or heading to our merch store. Link is in the doobly-doos. Getting yourself a Sasha Bear shirt um, or a Pissant Podcast uh, thing. Or one of those above DA Fabe um, to get autographs next time you go to a meet and greet. Um, or, or know, the brand or- new Appreciate Me shirt. Yeah, the brand spanking new appreciation. Which I have two of in my household. Mm-hmm. We we will see if Jericho uh, received it. I don't. I haven't Wait gotten a, a, a Twitter thing from him at all. So nope. There's. It's been radio silence, but that doesn't mean he hasn't gotten it. That could just mean he's uh, conferring with his lawyer about how to proceed. In which case, right here next to that shirt. Will be the appreciate me, mm-hmm. cease and desist. Cease and desist. <laughs> we'll delete it. Thanks for the order. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but first, first we'll do a. Uh, we have to stop selling this sale. <laughs> Got to get rid of our existing inventory. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book. You can follow me on pretty much any social media, as I said, at Ron Order WBU. You can follow Da Fabe at. D.A. Vincent K. Fabe. Right there. Right down right there. there. Right there. Right uh, there and then CDN. you can go to the doobly-doos if you want to know where JLB can be followed. It's all on there. So, you know, go do that. Um, Quit stalking people, though. I mean, he's gross. Yeah, but on that note, we are <laughs> going to close the book. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Armbar. Armbar.